Welcome to Wild for the Nations podcast. My name is Sete Fernandez and I am so glad that you decided to spend some time with us today. This is the second episode and here we go. So joyful to know that you are there listening at us and that you are interested in learning a little bit more about who we are and what we do in this episode and as a response of a few questions that we had in the last episode I wanted to take some time to explain a little bit more who we are and what we do and why we do it. So Wild for the Nations is a nonprofit. We are dedicated to mobilize the church to the mission field. And we do that by creating videos that portray the story of those who are in the mission field. We strongly believe that as a church, we all have been called and given the honor to be a part of what God is doing in the nations. And certainly we do that in our um circles however most of the time we forget about those who are in the front lines of those nations who haven't heard ever the name of Jesus and Anne is sending the gospel to the ends of earth and there we enter we go there we connect with them we portray their stories we capture we document what they're doing how they're doing and we come back and produce videos that you and other people can see around and can connect with an actual need Sadly, as a church, we not always are fully involved in what God is doing in the nations. And it's true that we are not all called to go, and only a few are called to actually move out to another country, another culture, and invest their lives on the field. However, we are all called to pray, to send, to be a part of what God is doing in the nations. So as an organization, we are dedicated to do that we go we document we capture stories and then we present a video that can serve for you hearts like beautiful like yours that um, can use them to see all the opportunities that are actually happening most of the time every time that we hear a missionary every time that we get to know a story um, at this inner prompting to do something about it to support financially to pray for it um, to do something beyond our, our normal routine happens. Sadly, we don't get to hear that many stories and we don't get to go. We're doing life, we're busy um, getting our diplomas and paying our uh, mortgages and doing life and that's okay. However, I strongly believe that in the same way that the letters used to run in the early church to communicate what God was doing from nation to nation. We now have the blessing to have technologies like video to run those news and to let the church in the world to know what God is doing and how can we be a part of that. So that's a little bit of what we do. We have this honor, we have done it uh, for the past two years. We have developed several projects, a bunch of them. We can um, publish them on, on the internet, for example, or on our platform. Do that the work that the missionaries are doing, it's underground. And most of the time we can refer as them as missionaries, we refer as them as M. So if in the future you hear us talking about M's, that's what we meant by. And, well, you know that not every nation is open to the gospel. Actually, I was reading a few days ago the list of the nations that are more hostile to the gospel. And it's it's amazing to think that in those nations, nations it's actually 
a revival happening underground and we are so honored to connect with those lives we are so honored to see what it's happening either in set up our nations in indigenous communities or big cities wherever god is doing something we want to be there we want to put a camera on it and then we want to share that story with you so you can see what's happening and how can you be a part of it actually it's really exciting to to see what god is doing and how can we be a part every time that we have the joy to um, to connect with a missionary, to connect with a new nation, to connect with a new ministry, and just tap into what God is doing there is just amazing. Last year we had the opportunity to travel to eight different nations and produce 11 different projects. That was an amazing step of faith and was only possible because the generous donations of hearts like you that believe in what we're doing and believe that it's needed to hear those stories. Um, we had the joy to be in a few countries in Europe, Middle East, and then South America. And it's just amazing to see. We did it in a period of three months and a half. We traveled for three months nonstop. We slept in 17 different beds. We walked more than 17 miles. And it was just such an honor. And every time that we got to a new country, either flying or by bus or by train or whatever, we moved to, from nation to nation. It was just fantastic to see God moving this Strength of his spirit from nation to nation and moving really particularly according to the need of the nation and according to the background of the nation. I think that was one of the most amazing things to see how God um, works within the frame of every culture, of every nation. And, 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 and that's just amazing to see God's tenderness, not imposing his movement, but calling us and calling every creature, every heart to just come back to him. And every missionary that we met is so aware of this truth, is just so connected with God's heart and so burning for this passion of sharing the gospel. God had done so much in their hearts that they just don't conceive to see hearts that haven't heard this news and, and be uh, completely indolent about it. They want to do something. So this year we're planning to do 16 different projects. We're traveling to 11 different nations. And again, this is a step of faith. As you heard before, we're a nonprofit, we're crowdfunded. Uh, we are doing this not because we have a big organization behind us or a big church behind us. We are doing this because we believe that as a church, as a body, we're supposed to do more and someone has to give the first step and we're more than joyful to be those one who give the first step. So thank you so much for your support your ten dollars your twenty dollars do make a huge difference you have no idea how much make a difference and how when we put it together allow us to buy the equipment to buy the um, tickets to buy uh, to purchase everything that is needed to make these project uh, projects happen every missionary and every project that we do uh, it's never charged for anything that we do for them. Every website, every video, everything that we do for them is at no cost. We do not want to be a burden. They have too much already to be worried about. We want the church to mobilize. We want to be a blessing. And that's how we work. That's how, how we've been working so far. And again, more than grateful and more than honored to be carrying your seed and transform that seed into a production that these missionaries can use to share the message and spread it further 
um, we have reports of um, current ministers that have already a production, how they are using it in their uh, in their meetings that they have or in, in their um, settings with their intercessors. When they go back home in their churches, a few of them, uh, they are working in countries that they are more open to the gospel and they use in their websites and Facebook pages. So such an honor that... If you can't go to Turkey or to Prague or to Israel or to Guatemala and you can't see with your own eyes, um, it's such a joy that we can be your eyes and be your heart and just bring those good news to you as the early church used to uh, use letters just to communicate with each other. So we are Gospel Center. We believe that Jesus wasn't kidding. <laughs> we strongly believe that when he said that we were supposed to spread the good news until the ends of earth, he meant it. And that's why we are behind and supporting and encouraging these brave hearts that have decided to leave everything behind. This morning, um, I was chewing a little bit more into the scripture and um, I was just stopping my tracks on uh, Acts number one, chapter one. And and two things just call out my mind and I wanted to share with you before wrapping up this episode. And the first one was that for 40 days, Jesus stayed after he was resurrected just to um, unpack with his disciples what he meant about the kingdom. The, if you remember uh, before his death and before his resurrection, he keeps saying this is no time. You guys are not ready to hear. Even if I explain you, you won't understand. So he passed away, he was lifted from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and now as a resurrected a king, and he has spent 40 days just unpacking with his disciples what he meant by the kingdom of God. And I love the fact that they sat at the table and having dinner, he just shared his heart with them. And I love that detail on, on the scripture. I love that Luke took the time to explain to us. And actually the version that I was reading this morning said that he was once, once of the times that he was having dinner with them, he shared about the kingdom of God. And just this beautiful picture of Jesus not only teaching them in a church setting or a classroom setting, but the, the picture of having Jesus teaching around a table, uh, around the intimacy that happened when you share the meal with someone else. Uh, the picture of Jesus coming to our tables. And imagine, please, your table in the worst day. Imagine, please, the day that your kitchen is just upside down and the counter is not that clean and the table is not that beautiful and your china has a little chips here and there. I love that Jesus is willing to do that, to sit with us in a table, to sit with the disciples in a table and um, share with them about uh, the kingdom of God. I'm just sharing with you a little bit of the highlights that capture my heart about Acts number one, verses one to six. I wanna go even probably to seven, um, but just those few lines said so much about Jesus and uh, verse number four says on one occasion while he was eating with them he gave them this command 
And then he goes on and saying, please don't leave Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit is with you all and you have been baptized. But please just make a stop today, whatever you're doing, whatever you are uh, going through, make a stop to think he decides and he's willing and he's wanting and his um, heart goes for time to eating with them. And in the same time, his heart goes for eating with us. It wasn't like one time occasion meal. It says one in one of the several locations that that happened. And I love that fact. After he uh, shared with them about the, the gift of the Holy Spirit and how they're going to be baptized, a few lines afterwards, uh, the disciples ask when this kingdom, the kingdom of Israel, is going to be restored. And to be honest, that question before today never makes sense to me. I always thought that the disciples were, you know, like having some sort of dory uh, effect that they were talking about one thing and then just popped this question that had nothing to do with it. But today while lingering in this scripture, it was so clear to me that Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God. And if we spend time in the uh, Old Testament in the, in the in the scriptures, we will realize that the kingdom of God was the revelation of this Messiah that was regathering the tribes of Israel so the world could be redeemed. That was the original plan. Remember in the garden, remember in Genesis 12 with uh, Abraham. And now the disciples are, are hearing about the kingdom of God and this these images that have read his whole life, their whole life, they have been studying the Torah, now are popping in their heads and they are asking, when is this happening? And they understand that the restoration to start in Israel. That's another conversation that we will have probably in another episode. But I want to step into this. Um, he says, it's not for you to know about the dates or the times. It's only on the Father's authority to know that. And then in chapter 8, he drops a bump and said, but, and I love that because it's connecting these two ideas. I always read uh, Acts, uh, Acts um, chapter 1, number 8 as a separate um train of thoughts, but actually in the sentence that Jesus is, is sharing with the disciples, is just one one whole heart is just linked one with another. And what Jesus is saying is, the times of the restoration of Israel is not on you to know, but what is for you to know now is that you will receive the Holy Spirit and that will give you power and that power will be able to be contained in Jerusalem or Israel. It's going to pop outside of Israel and it's going to reach the ends of the earth. And I love that picture and I can see how the disciples' eyes were just big and big and bigger as Jesus was describing the outreach of the of of the impact of the Holy Spirit and why is that important today to us because sometimes one I feel like we don't always enjoy the fact that Jesus is willing to sit with us in the table I feel like it's so easy for us to to see Jesus teaching us in a classroom or in a church setting, but the fact that he wants to come to a messy table with not that pretty china and not that neat kitchen, it's always a difficult thought, but what I'm reading here, what I just shared with you is that Jesus wants to do it and it's not like one-time occasion. 
that's the place when he wants to drop the deep things in our heart. And second, that what he's going to do in the nations is linked to our personal journey of obedience, our personal journey of dependence, and personal journey of, I'm going to use this word, saturation, of simmering, being immersed, that's the word that I'm looking, sorry, immersed in the Holy Spirit. But that experience, when that happens, is never contained to the place that we are at. And I love that. I want you to think that a bunch of these disciples that heard this good news and heard about the Holy Spirit never left Jerusalem. A bunch of these people just stick in Jerusalem, but they did support what the Holy Spirit was doing all the way to Greeks and all the way to Rome and all the way to Turkey. So it was just amazing to think how this word had been fulfilled and how this word can be fulfilled today. So there we go. Uh, today you and I have the honor to be carriers of that amazing, powerful presence that wants to overflow from our little Jerusalem, whatever that is, to the ends of the earth. How you can do that? That's uh, probably one of the most uh, practical questions. And at the same time, I feel like all this that I'm sharing with you is not news you know this, you have felt this, you have read that, and the Holy Spirit have prompted you more on one occasion. But in the practical way, when we apply this is when we uh, hit a rock and we just don't find the connections. And it's because of that that we're doing what we are doing. Most of the time, uh, we hear testimonies of people saying, I've been praying for this particular nation, and they will share a name of a nation that is known to be hostile to the gospel. But I don't know how to, what to do apart from praying. And every time that I feel a prompting, I pray, but I wish I could do more. And that's why we want to develop all these projects, because we're we are eager that you find easy, open clear paths to connect what God is doing in the nations. If you go today to our website, which is wildforthenations.com, and then you hit the tab um, that is Explore, you can see all our current projects, and you can um, see them by nation, by uh, length, by um, recent projects. You can see the new projects. You can see the ongoing projects. You can see by region. You can see the projects that they're in Asia, or they're in uh, Middle East, or they're in South America, or they're in Europe. And we have developed this because we want you to find easy ways to connect what God is doing in the nations. I encourage you that if um, in the last weeks or even months the Holy Spirit have been prompting a nation in your heart, if you have seen a video on YouTube or on Facebook, or if watching the news a particular region of the planet or of your country or, or your city have been prompted, I encourage you do not dismiss that. That is the Holy Spirit inviting you to partner with him and the first step um, it's prayer i said it before and i'm sharing it with you again your prayer does not need a passport 
so you can do it today pray and if you want to go on a step further and you have already a burden for a particular region or a country I invite you to visit our website wildforthenations.com and just explore if you go to the home page you can explore just scroll down and you can see all the projects you can decide to support a project by region or you can decide to support our main monthly goal which allows to keep going and pay for the administrative expenses that we have um, to make these projects um, actually a reality. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for being interested in hearing about us. Um, just to share with you really quick a few prayer requests. We're traveling soon to India, so please pray for the security of our trip and for um, the missionaries that we will be connecting with. For security reasons, we won't share the details of the trip or the locations, but just pray for it, please. Um, we will be traveling to Europe as well in the following months and we were traveling to Asia as well as in Africa so all these trips all these projects are more than only projects their stories their hearts their people in the front line advancing the gospel and we are able to connect with them and we are more than honored to do that so you can hear their stories and you can hear what is happening so thank you so much for your support we love to spend time with you we pray that you have an amazing time and i particularly want to pray today for you if you allow me holy spirit i pray that every heart that hear this podcast might be exposed to a deeper um, intimacy with you and might take the invitation that you're extending us through your scripture to linger with you on the table that we might be more merry and less martha that we might be more um more prompted to be in your table that um that to be somewhere else and the result of that holy spirit might be a practical revolution in our hearts that um, spills out Lord not only to our family and our communities but to the nations thank you so much for what you're doing in our hearts Holy Spirit and thank you for listening and thank you for being around I love you and see you soon Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We're a nonprofit dedicated to serve missionaries around the globe by sharing their stories and connecting them with the church. We strongly believe that the church has the honor to be mobilized to the mission field, and we are passionate to make that happen. Thank you for your support. If you want to hear more about us, please visit our website, wildforthenations.com, or visit our social media channels in YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you for your love and your support. Bye-bye.